Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Turn the radio up. 360 in the morning. In tune with the street. Billish right here on WBIU 360. Let's get this Tuesday started. 360 in the morning. Early with the dumb on BIU 360. 101.1 FM. <laughs> Boom! Here on this Tuesday, Friends, John here, hot and a ride here. And yeah. what do you got coming up in news? I got some more news coming out of Astro World. Something that's very disturbing that the whole world needs to know about. And then we're going to talk about Providence woman accusing of hitting two state police cars charged with DUI. Then we're going to talk about McKee announced launch of Afghan relief for Rhode Island. I've seen that. We signed a little bill for him. And then a former Boy Scout staff member accused of molesting a boy in a Rhode Island camp and only in 1986. 1986? Yeah. And they got him now. They got him now. This should never be a special when Never give up. Yeah. Never give up. Scumbags. Uh, how was everybody's Monday? What did you do yesterday? Um, one of the artists is going to be performing tonight. I just finished his music video, so he came by uh, the studio last night, so we finished uh, the video, editing it together. And then my man, Luis Daniel Nunez, we're going to drop his documentary December 10th, so we still putting the finishing touches on that documentary. Then after that, I had to go interview Boo Boo. Um, the Zone was down here. They're doing an interview with him. And then after that, I went back, got my news together, started editing. Ask him how it feels and all that. He'll never fight Canelo because Canelo's never going to fight him. Yeah, we, we, those are some kind of questions. These kind of questions. Um, I got to go see him today around 930 because we got to go to New Hampshire. So I'm going to try to get him to do a call-in. Um, all righty. That's what it is. We have 360 101.1 FM on this Tuesday morning. Let's get to work, baby. Hey. It's that time, y'all. Fearless, right here, 360 in the morning. No alarm clock needed. Exclusively. <laughs> Live from Providence. The only companion you can trust. News from the franchise report. With Hot Night Rockies on 360 in the morning. On WBRU. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to start off with the Astroworld situation. Houston Police Chief Troy Finner said a security guard told police that he felt a prick in his neck during the chaos at the Travis Scott concert. You know, I just heard about that yesterday. Yep, and lost consciousness. While being examined by first responders, he was revived by the opioid antidote Narcan. The medical staff said that he did have a prick mark in his arm like somebody did try to eject him. Now, Finner is, is noticing that attendees at the concert was going down around like 9.30 p.m. and immediately notified concert goers the event was called off 40 minutes later during the park. But what's going on is that people, there's this new thing going on where they put in roofies and needles and stabbing people with So they saying this is what was going on. That could have been what was going on throughout the concert because they was finding needles. Yeah, there have been there have been reports coming out of England that a lot of women, especially college girls, have been getting caught up with these roofies. So guys have been stabbing them with these. So they're roofies. no longer dropping it in the drink; they're just aggressively just stabbing, stabbing them, stabbing you, them, stabbing them with roofies. Yeah, so so they say that's what could have been going on throughout the concert. And you know what they do that because there's no way of tracing a glass back or anything like that. It's so, just, I felt like something. You felt a prick. I felt something. That's it. Yeah, felt a prick. So that's what right now they be, that's what's going on. Investigation is very dangerous. So. This is something new for a lot of women out there. You need to be careful, especially when you're going out to groups and concerts or even going out to clubs. You can get pricked and you feel like, yeah, you feel like, they said you feel like you're you intoxicated, like you're very drunk, you're stumbling, your stomach started hurting. So be very careful out there, man. This is, that's disgusting that people are even doing that right now. Um, mm, hopefully that, that also could help out this guy's case, if that's true. If he was actually getting stabbed with root or done with them needles out there doing a concert, that's why people's catching cardiac arrest. Uh, no. Nah, he he has a stampede to deal with. Yeah, stampede. He has part, a stampede yeah. to deal with. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot, man. Ugh, it's gonna be tough out there for all the people that lost their lives. Um, Kate Turner has appeared in district court um, just hours after Rhode Island State Police accused her of slamming to two of their cruisers, sending a trooper to the hospital. The 22-year-old from Providence faced one count of driving under influence. WBR News obtained a criminal complaint from the district court in Providence stating that Torres, accused of operating vehicle on I-95 South near the 146 merge under the influence, should refuse chemical tests at unknown chemical levels 
and her blood system. State police say those cruisers were parked in a slow lane with emergency lights on when tourists drove her car into one cruiser, pushing inside the second cruiser. Yes, and one of the troopers seen was one of the troopers that was on the scene was sent to the hospital with minor injuries. So in other words, he's going to be at home for the next six months with pay. So she tried to pull over. And no, she was, she, was, she, was, she was just driving, driving drunk. Yeah, and a cop was pulled over. Pulled and two cops were pulled over, ran to the back, and, back, and, the back and, and she still ran it. Yep. Yeah, with the lights on, everything. Hemmed up. Yeah, it's been a man. Bond was set at 3,000 person recognizing for Torres, so expect to be back in district court on November 26th, the day after Thanksgiving. Woo! Governor Dan McKee set to announce a foundation to support the Afghan refugees resettling in Rhode Island. It was in September when the Ocean State Learning would welcome 250 humanitarian parolees from Afghanistan by the end of the year. Where are they going to put these people? This is an effort to coordinate along with Dorcas International Institute of Rhode Island and the Diocese of Providence, the two large refugee settlement agencies. They're going to allow 250 Afghans to come here. But I think they already kick, kick, are they already here? Some, they started trickling in, but they kicked out those 12 Haitians that was here. That is insane. Dan McKee, you will not be getting my vote. Oh, can I see that on there? Um, in other news, a former Boy Scout camp staff member is charged with sexual assault of a boy back in 1986. The Rhode Attorney General's office announced 58-year-old Richard McGrath of Charlton, Massachusetts, charged with one count of second-degree child molestation. A grand jury returned the indictment on November 3rd. The indictment said McGrath sexually assaulted a boy when McGrath was a staff member of the Yalgao Scott Reservation in Rockville. The reservation, uh, reservation is operated by the Boy Scouts of America. So dudes were in the Boy Scout. He was on the Boy Scout chief leaders and molesting them kids out there in them woods. How'd they, how'd they catch him 20 the, years later? The, nah, this is 1986. We talking about like 30 years? 30, how'd they catch him? years? Oh, the, the dude finally came up, came forward. Oof. The victim finally came forward. Yeah, so McGrath was arraigned in court and was bail was set at $5,000 per person in house. You got time for more with that? Nope. The only companion you can trust. News from the franchise report. With Hot Night Rocks on 360 in the morning. On WBRU. Stand Tuesday morning wrap up on deck. Baby. Turn your radios up. 360 in the morning. Live and direct. In tune with the streets. WBIU 360, 101.1 FM. Franchise is popping off exclusive after exclusive. 360 with the wrist, boy. Exclusively. Live for profit. 101.1 FM. WBIU 360. Franchise report. Reporting live. Fuck down, bitches. Um, shout to Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who says... His production team and his company will no longer use real guns in their movies. It's not the real guns. You don't need real ammunition because you can add the. You he just doesn't want a mistake. Hold on, hold on. The technology and the artistry that's available now, you do not need real guns. Dwayne Johnson says that his production company, Seven Bucks Productions, will no longer use real guns on set following a traffic shooting on the set of Russ. Alec Baldwin shot and killed. Cinematographer Helena Hutchins after mistakenly firing a live round from a gun that was being used as a prompt. I can't speak for anyone else, Johnson says, but I can tell you without an absence of clarity that any movie that we have moving forward with Seven Bucks Production, any movie, any television show, or anything we do or produce, we won't use real guns at all. I didn't even realize that everyone used real guns. I thought they were all Came props. Came I thought they were all prop guns. Yeah. Wouldn't real guns be heavier, too? There's a realism aspect that people people really want. Mm. But you got to use... Right nowadays, with special effects being so cheap, you could just add muzzle flashes to the to the guns with sound effects. Mm-hmm. So... Alec Baldwin still need to be charged on this murder. I don't even care. As Why would he be charged? Accidental homicide or something. He can't just be walking free. He still took somebody's life. Yeah, but when but, you when you got somebody that says, my bad, I didn't check the gun. Yo, my bad. He still, and then somebody else says, my bad, I didn't check the gun either after the person that was supposed to check it didn't check it. You know, there was a... And then it finally gets to my hand after touching three or four others. 
Yeah, he needs to be. I'm expecting it to yeah, be. Yeah, my job is to show up and act. Y'all supposed to yes, handle all that. Yes. He doesn't. He doesn't do the pyrotechnics. He yeah. doesn't do anything any other technical stuff. No, nah, they need to reason. be. He needs to be out there thoroughly investigated because Zero. just like the kid from Providence who was who was arrested for shooting his friend, he was down the block getting jumped. Mm-hmm. They, didn't, they, they didn't use real laser guns in Star Wars. No, they didn't. No. So. <laughs> Nike will reportedly release digital shoes through the metaverse. Okay, so this Facebook thing's really happening, huh? No, what happened is what what it's gonna do is now with your avatar, you could buy like Jordans online. It's kind of like Fortnite, right? It's gonna be more expensive than buying Jordans. Than buying the actual sneakers. So they so that's why they went and got the, uh, the patent done. And I will have my Nike stock in hand this week. So, bro, they're going to make us like Fortnite in real life. Now all the adults are going to be playing Fortnite, but running around s- with their avatars and getting different outfits. But that's what they've been doing all these years. They've been studying our patterns to create an avatar. Fortnite's yeah. a ripoff, man. You know what I'm saying? So this Could be like, I have $30 for V-Bucks, give them $30. It's only for an outfit, one outfit. Man. Crazy. $30 for you to get he one outfit for next week. Guy. He wants another one. Man, why do we need a new axe? You just got an axe. Yeah, that's <laughs> what it does. Then you're buying all these weapons, and throughout the game, you're just switching them off for other weapons anyway. What's the gun you started with that I paid for? So, so think, think about the metaverse. If you have an event on the metaverse and I have an event on the metaverse, people are really going to buy different outfits to come to different events because that's how they're going to be seeing each other. As an avatar. As an avatar. As an avatar. <laughs> Black Mirror. House. This is Black Mirror. This is. Yeah. It is. Phoenix Eagle says Kanye West owes him $50 million plus 5% stock in Yeezy. Because Kanye definitely went on that podcast and said, you know what, Beanie Siegel did come up with the name Yeezy. He did come up with the name. He should have never smoked. Kanye? He, he, he cost himself $50 million. <laughs> He started talking about people. He That's talked about his wife was already dating somebody else. He should have never smoked, yo. Oh, his wife was already dating Pete Ding, I'm a jiggy? By the uh, time Pete it Davidson. came out. Pete Davidson? By the time it came out, he, he should have just never said that. You're Is that a downgrade? Yeah, that's heavy, though. Women love guys no, who make them laugh. Sam Pete Davidson was just on the show. What comes on at night on Monday? Saturday Night Live. Oh, no, no what was Saturday Night? He was on a talk show. Oh, so now his stock's rising. The one after Jimmy Kimmel, he was on, yeah. Hey, listen, he be dressing like a bum, too. Yeah. Live TV, just, I don't care. Bro, he, he just makes the girls laugh, and they, they, he, 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 my clothes fell off. Yeah, but he was definitely on that yeah, Kanye talked too night. much. He talked himself out of $50 million, yeah. Um, Britney's mm-hmm. relationship could end as early as Friday. Why nobody happy for her? Who? Britney Spears. Her companionship could end this Friday. Oh, oops, she yeah. did it again. She yeah. could possibly have control of her own money. Yeah. I would date her right now because she's going to be making it rain. She's engaged. Yo, bro, she's... Oh, dang. She's engaged. She's going she's gonna to buy yeah. everything, bro. She's yeah. going to buy stuff. But she's going to buy, like, a camel. Um, last for one. No reason. Tennessee Titans fan thrown down the stairs in a wild fight at Rams game. Tennessee Titans fan was hurled down the stairs... Several rows of stairs during a wild brawl at the Rams game on Sunday night, and the violent scene was all on video. Fight broke out at some point during Tennessee's win over the Rams at SoFi Stadium when a Titan supporter appeared to get in a fight with an L.A. fan. It's unclear who started the altercation, but in the footage you can see them mixing them up and then somebody else coming from the side, grabbing the fan and throwing him down several, several, several rows of stairs. We're getting to the point now. They gotta do like soccer overseas. Fan the, on one side, the other, fans on the other yeah, side. Yeah, you might have to. While the Titans fan was down, a Rams fan was punched in the face and then appeared to be knocked out. These people are fighting for teams that don't even know they even exist. <laughs> the franchise is popping off exclusive after exclusive. I don't really care. I make trends and forget about it. What up, world franchise in this building? And this is your hip hop report. Snoop Dogg wants control of Death Row Records. I should be running that if she says. With his 19th studio album, the algorithm set to release this Friday, November 12th, the Dogfather revealed what he wants to accomplish next. In an appearance on the Million Dollars Worth of Game podcast, Snoop revealed to host Wallow and Gilly the Kid that he wants to control Death Row Records. I think all of Death Row should be in my hands, Snoop said. I should be running that ish. Just like I'm a position at Def Jam, Death Row means more to me because I helped create that. I think they should give me that and let me run that ish with the merchandise out, with the music all over the world and some new West Coast acts. That's what I'm talking about, Snoop. 
French Montana, They Got Amnesia tracklist featuring Drake and Little Dirk and more has finally dropped. With the project expected to drop on Friday, November 12th, French finally dropped the tracklist for the project and he brought a slew of collaborators along to help him, as usual. French kept his promise with a brand new collaboration alongside Drake titled Splash Brothers. Rick Ross and John Legend joined the Bronx rapper on Touch the Sky. French also has a new song with Kodak Black that they debuted at Rolling Loud called Mopstick. Other artists set to appear on the project, Moneybag Yo, Sweetie, Lotto, Coyle Ray, Little Dirk, Pop Smoke, and more. Just a heads up, that F With Me Get It Back featuring Moneybag Yo, Fire! Also on a heads up, there's 21 tracks on this joint. G Easy just struck a deal in NYC where he had a case where he was accused of brawling in a bar and he's now going to avoid some time behind bars. Rapper appealed in a courtroom in New York City on Monday pleading guilty to disorderly conduct lower than his original charge of misdemeanor assault and he was assigned to a diversion program according to the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. We're told G Easy must complete three Manhattan Justice Opportunity Sessions which are an alternative to incarceration and basically involve meetings with social workers and case managers designed to put people on a positive path. GEZ, stay on that positive path. And that's what I got for you on your hip-hop update, baby! WBRU 360 in the morning. Morning vibe right here. Let's get it. Off the fire escaping on the air. It's your boy Big Wall. Big Wall. We're on WBIU. 360 in the morning. Listener's discretion is advised. <laughs> Don't slip. As it goes down, maybe on this Tuesday franchise in this building, hot in the right head, John Head, Chip Doug here. Yeah. Um, all right, some sports. Let's get into NFL. Chicago Bears lost to Pittsburgh, 27 to 29. I haven't been keeping up with the Bears. How have they been this year? Once upon a time, that was a, a great matchup. No. Not so much now. No, it's just Monday night. Well, the Bears got a rookie quarterback. I'll root for him if he's um, the same shade as me. Um, good or bad? Deshaun <laughs> Jackson to join the Raiders following release from Rams. The Las Vegas Raiders will reportedly sign wide receiver Deshaun Jackson, who was being released from the Los Angeles Rams, according to ESPN's Jeremy Fowler. Three-time Pro Bowler is hoping for more playing time with his next team. I'm surprised because he torched the Buccaneers that game. They couldn't even stay with him, so I thought, I thought he was on a resurgence. He's still, he's still that fast? Nah, he's, he's, yeah. he's still got some... He yeah. could do a quick out route. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. is expected to finally be officially released by the Let's Cleveland go. Browns today, which means he will go... On to waivers. To OBJ Patriots. doesn't have much of a choice in terms of where he ends up. As it stands, possibilities are the number one choice, Detroit Lions. Suck. Oh, that suck. That would suck. <laughs> yeah, they, have one, game. they have number one priority to uh, getting him so far. Some of the other teams that could possibly take him is New Orleans Saints. Why? I'd rather him go there than the Lions. Because I think the worst teams have, like, first picks when it comes to the waiver situation. 49ers. I just wanted to go to the Patriots. Let's go. Kevin Kaepernick will kill you. Or Seattle Seahawks. With Russ coming back, that would be nice. With Metcalf on the other end, that would be kind of deadly. And Cam Newton's there too, right? Yeah, I think he got a better chance of going to the Seahawks. Um, NBA. Want to do the scores for us? The New York Knicks beat Philadelphia, baby! Who was, who was injured for Philadelphia? Ben Simmons still ain't playing for one. So... <laughs> Um, let's see. Brooklyn lost to Chicago. Um, Chicago so, looks good. Are we, is it time? Yeah, they do. But is it also time to trade Kyrie? No one, no one's gonna take his contract. Trying to trade James Harden. They can't get rid of James Harden. What happened? And they've only lost like two or three games. They're like seven and three. They're still killing it. Yeah. Let's go next. Um, Timberwolves lost to Memphis, 118-125. That's another game, no uh, New Orleans lost to Dallas, 92-108. Poor, um, poor Zion. Atlanta lost to Golden State, 113-127. Phoenix beat Sacramento, 109-104. Charlotte lost to the Lakers, 123-126. They need to trade Westbrook for Kyrie. Yeah, but he can't play in he L.A. either. He can't play in L.A., though. 
Why can't he play in LA? Because LA has the same mandates He's as not, far he, as yeah, he doesn't, being doesn't vaccinated play. inside. Um, LeBron James uh, receives concerning injury update. LeBron James is one of the greatest players in the history of the NBA, and even in his 19th year, he remains the most important player on his team. The Los Angeles Lakers have gotten off to a slow start this season, and a lot has to do with it being with LeBron being out of lineup with injuries. Right now, he is focused on an abdominal strain that has left him unable to play. This is like his second injury already this year. Yeah. yeah like they're not gonna talk down. about it, but he's starting to decline. His body's breaking down. Yeah. Um, Kenny Smith says Zion Williamson's gaining weight. <laughs> gaining weight. They, they said he came back mad heavy. Yo, on he looks like a dinosaur. <laughs> And that's what hurt his knees before. Like, he, he can't do that with his explosiveness. Like, yo, he is big. He got to be at least a good 260. Yeah, Twitter's been going to Nottingham, man. Leave that guy, leave that guy alone. Man. Leave that guy alone. He probably got mad that they traded Lonzo. Um, last but not least, Ben Simmons isn't trying to lose any more money. So, therefore, this guy actually had proof that he was seeing his own therapist. Yep. And he just wasn't using the team therapist because he just thought that therapist wasn't good. But he had documents and paperwork showing he's been going all along. My man. He could have paid the person off, too. He could have paid the person off the same way they was doing with those cards. But like, I, like I used to do with community service letters. I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. And if he's actually been getting help on his own, I, I, I salute that right there, man. I salute that right there. She tried to stay the whole week. FM, as it goes down, work at 8.30. You got 26 minutes to get there. Trip Duck Hair, Rise of Hair, Franchise, and Spills, and Hot in the Rye. Yeah, right now it's 43 degrees. Going to be a sunny 68 today. That's pretty hot. Told you, weather's crazy. Weather's crazy. And what do we got coming up in news? In news, we're going to talk about Prime Police welcome 49 new officers. We got some new guys that's going to be running the beat to the city. And after that, one lost their life in a fire in a Providence home. Then we're going to talk about a Brazilian singer lost her life in a plane crash. And then Pfizer COVID-19 pill. It's coming soon. I seen that. I seen that. Six minutes. Six minutes. Chip Dog. What's up? Give us something positive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't hear me when you I said give it? Me, nah, I didn't. Oh, but no, I got yeah. you. I got you. People, people, people. Be prepared. As you get older, <laughs> you realize that cliche becomes reality. So those little small sayings are actually how you have to apply to your life. So give good, be good, treat others like you would like to be treated. Etc. 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 All due respect. I'm crossing the line today. The IT 61 on 1.1 FM as it goes down on this Tuesday morning. Wait, at 8:30, I got 20 minutes to get there. Hot and the ride. Now it's 43 degrees. Gonna be a high 68 today. <sighs> Thank you. And are you ready? Exclusively. from The only companion. You can trust. News from the franchise report. With Hot Night Rocks on 360 in the morning. On WBRU. Stand So, yeah, after we had a violent summer and severe staffing shortage, the Providence Department held their 70th training academy graduation ceremony this past Saturday. The 49 academy graduates were sworn in at the Bishop McVinney Auditorium after 24 weeks of training. What's that, like six months? Three months? Just about? To our newest Providence police officers, welcome to the Providence police department. Chief Huge Clements told him that today you begin what is, what is to, to my heart, the greatest job in the world. The 49 <laughs> officers consist of 39 men and 10 women. Let's go. Nice. Yeah, hopefully we can fall from Providence in the local areas because they know who they're dealing with in public. Of those graduated, eight were born outside the United States. They represented 25 different nationalities, and even one became a legal citizen during his training. Okay. That's pretty dope, so congratulations to them. Even one of the graduates used to be with um, Hughes Clements, um, what do you call it, baseball team. So he used to drive the kid around in his cruiser, and now the kids became a police officer. So that's really that's nice. Uh, one person lost their life after a fire broke out in Providence. The fire broke out on Young Avenue around 3 p.m. WBR News crew on scene saw fireworkers. Ex um, extensive damage was to the second floor of the home. The house was burnt down. Deputy Chief David Dolan told WA News that the house is, was a hoarding situation at the time, but the fire is finally under control, and this is still a developing story. Mm. So Another sad. sad story. This is sadder too. Marilia Mendokia. One of Brazilian most popular singers, a Latin Grammy winner, passed in an airplane clash on the way to a concert. Uh. And she was only 26 year old. Madonna press 
Um, office confirmed her death in a statement and said that four other passengers on the flight also perished. No mm-hmm. condolences going to her and her family, especially her fans right now. It's like Sunday morning. Yeah. Of course, a pills developed by Pfizer can slash the risk of being hospitalized by dying from COVID-19 by 89%. If taken within three days of developing symptoms, According to reports, the pharmaceutical company in a study of more than 1,200 COVID-19 patients with, fire, with higher risk of developing serious illness, people took the Pfizer pill, and they also gave some placebo pills to people. Mm, to the see pe- if it's actually working. the fake one, but listen to this, though. The people who took the Pfizer pill, they lived, but 10 people who took the placebo pill passed. Oh, no. That's, wow, that's, that, that, is that is evil. That got to be negligent. Oh, that scary. is evil. Yeah, you can't play with that, man. You better that give everyone. Is, that's yeah. uh, Evil. So pills. now this now this is still developing gonna be in markets and should be out soon if it, if all the tests pass. So that So what happens with that placebo? I wanna know what's up with that placebo pill though. Like what do we do with that? Like, they probably had them. Are we, sign do we check it on that? Yeah, yeah but okay, yeah, if you just ten people died from it, you gotta say you Nobody curious? No, but yeah. placebo means that it was nothing, like they give them a sugar pill. That's my question. Like, okay, but for that, ten of the people to die, we should probably check on the mm-hmm. sugar pill to see. This is maybe a bad batch or... <laughs> oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah, like, what, like, happened? what happened? That 10 of y'all died. No, so they just died from COVID. So they just let them think that they took something and they just probably carried on their life and then they had no nothing that in their was, system and they just evil. died naturally. Ooh, Dr. Chip, that's evil. Yeah, man, that's that's evil, man. That sounds like a lawsuit, but they probably signed a, something oh, that said... Oh, they signed a waiver. They signed oh, a waiver. No, that's yeah. the whole thing with them. We need, I, we'd have to crush up a couple of them to see just to, <laughs> so, so, just to see, man. So my, my question is, you say take this pill when you start getting symptoms. Those symptoms like pretty much are so general. They you just really buy are. this pill and start popping it? Yeah, you buy the pill, you start taking it, and then you don't have to go to... You won't get hospitalized for having... COVID, you don't have to go to the hospital. It saves your life. So those are, they're going to sell those? Yeah, that's why they're going to start selling. Exclusively. The only companion you can trust. News from the franchise report. With Hot Night Rocks on 360 in the morning. On WBRU. McMill sharing location. Ladies and gentlemen. WBRU 360 in the morning. Back on the ground. Only on the Ocean State's number one source for blazing hip hop and R and B. Franchise is popping off exclusive after exclusive. 360 with the wrist, boy. Exclusive. Live from Providence. 101.1 FM. WBIU 360. Franchise report. Reporting live. Fuck y'all, bitches. All right, so hot and ride. You can you can tell me about this. One. Marvel's Eternals banned in Saudi Arabia and Gulf nations for including a gay superhero. Yeah, it's the first. It's the first Marvel series that has actually a, a gay person in there, so they're not having that. Even though it was the number one movie in the block box office. The countries against just what's the what's the country against gays? Yeah, some a lot of countries are against gays. That's not it's not <laughs> really? legalized. Yeah. <laughs> You could get killed for being gay in certain certain places. Yeah. With their latest film, Eternals, the Marvel Cinematic Universe continues to push boundaries. Director Chloe Zhao made the bold decision to include not only the franchise's first sex scene in her movie, but also a same-sex couple. Bastos, a superhero played by Brian Ty Henry, and then a non-hero played by Hazim Sleeman. And because they have a scene where they're actually kissing, they banned yeah. the movie from yeah. the country. They didn't even, they just cut the scene out. They should have, but they banned it. He wanted to take a stand, though. He was like, I want to take that that, that different turn. Yeah, it works over here in the, in the Western world, but the Eastern world, they don't play that. They're very strict. Women are really don't have no rights still in a lot of a lot of these countries out there. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, Snoop Dogg wants control of Death Row Records. I should be running that ish. Why? It still exists. I mean, why? That's what I'm saying. I thought it got the death sentence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was on Death Row, too? <laughs> yeah, straight up. Why would you want Death Row? Um... With his 19th studio album coming, he's dropped 19 albums, so the guy obviously knows how to put music out. 19 albums? We only yes, listened to one. The album set to, to release this Friday, November 12th, The Dog Father revealed what he wants to accomplish next. An appearance on a million dollars worth of game featuring Wallow and Gilly the Kid as the host. He says, you know what? I want to take control of Death Row Records. I think Death Row should all be in my hands. I should be running that ace. Just like I'm in position at Def Jam, Death Row means more to me because I helped create it. Mm. I think they should give me full control of Def Jam. I'd bring in new artists, I'd push their merch game, and we'd have some great West Coast acts. I believe them. But who's who has de- who has Death Row? I don't 
know if, if, if that's still in Shook's hands or not. No, no, no. They sold it. Because for a while, there was a Death Row, Death Row East going around. It's a popular name. Yeah, but the is. right person, like the right marketing, like if you got somebody like YG or Roddy Rich or somebody to hop on there, somebody young, Mm-hmm. They could push that name. I can see yeah, Roddy. That would be smart. Roddy, that would that be dope? That would be smart. I that'd think be dope. dope. And he got he's done numbers already. Roddy is Roddy would be that dude. I'm only bringing this up because Crook Rock said it's hard finding a spot for French Montana to be in my top 500. Never mind top 50. Wow. <laughs> so let's not give up on French Montana. French Montana's dope. French Montana drops. They got up needs to track list featuring Drake, Little Dirk, and more. Um, with the project expected to drop on Friday the 12th, French finally dropped the track list for the project. He kept his promise with a brand new collaboration alongside Drake, titled Splash Brothers. Rick Ross and John Legend joined the Bronx rapper on a Touch the Sky joint. He also released a track with Kodak Black called Mopstick. He also has on the project Moneybag Yo, Saweetie, Lotto, Coyle Ray, <laughs> Little Dirt, <Yeah. laughs> Pop Smoke, and more. This guy has to be the feature king. That's yeah, what everyone said. Montana, yeah. Definitely. This guy. <laughs> everyone said his only songs that are good are going to be the ones when he has features on it. The thing is, he's with Diddy, who's who's known for standing by somebody. So mm. he, he got that. He always got to stand by somebody. Standing by somebody. Fab's on here. He got 21 tracks, maybe six are by himself. He got songs yeah. by himself? That's smart. <laughs> Wait a minute. Five. Because wow. one of them's a skit. <laughs> French smart, is dope. Though. That's smart. French is dope. I don't know why they're bugging. French is dope. Um, last but not least, on a serious note, Will Smith says, "Oh, here we go again." Heart shattered when 15-year-old Jaden asked to be emancipated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he let his son down. Growing up in the spotlight is no easy feature, <laughs> says Jaden Smith, and he learned this the hard way. Their fallout became when? What is the movie he had his son After doing? After Earth. Okay. I wouldn't want to that be his movie son after that trash. movie. <laughs> and that was the problem. Once the movie came out, people dogged his son. Mm. Bad. And that's after Pursuit of Happiness where he got all the rave reviews. Yeah, yeah. So he probably, yeah. In an episode of the forthcoming book obtained by people, we'll discuss the distress that plagued him and his son when the uh, film After Earth was attacked and ripped <laughs> to shreds by the media. After Earth was an abysmal box office and critical failure. The father of three tells readers. And what was worse was that Jaden took all the hit. I don't want to be your son anymore. <laughs> <laughs> M. Shyamalan made, made the movie for one. You know, he's one in, one in 20 movies is good. Very true. And then that movie was so bad, he spent the whole time, Will Smith got stuck inside the spaceship doing motivational <laughs> speeches throughout the whole movie. The bad boy star went on to say that he and his youngest son never discussed the incident, but he knew that Jaden felt betrayed and misled, ultimately causing him to lose trust in his father. Aww. At 15 years old, when Jaden asked about being emancipated as a minor, my heart just shattered. He said he ultimately decided against it. He said, but it sucks to know that somehow, somewhere, you let your kid down where he feels you hurt him like that. Just the fact that a kid feels like that's an option. Sam, I'm doing I'm doing real talk today. Not always the greatest option, just saying. Tuesday morning hot in a ride. Yeah, right now it's a whole 48 degrees, nice and sunny. It's going to be a high 68 today. And there it is. Smiley Drake over the top. Chip Duck hair, Rise of Hair, Hot in the Ride Hair, Bold Hair, Franchise Hair, John in his building. And Riser, are you ready? Woo! Bring them out, bring them out, pull them out. We back. Bring them out, bring them out, pull them out, girl. Bring them out, bring them out, pull them out. Bring them out, bring them out, for taking over yesterday but i'm back um and basically today's call out is going to be every single landlord in the state of rhode island um y'all being called out today and the reason i'm calling you guys out today is because the rental market is just so unreachable that families are now just living check by check they can't really pay their rent a lot of families have lost their jobs, and I know that everybody says, hey, everybody's hiring, you can find a job anywhere. Not everybody wants to just take any job. You know what I mean? So, landlords, you're charging $1,100, $1,200 for a one-bedroom, nothing included. There's cosmetics that needed in this, in this, um, in these apartments. They're not in desirable areas. 
And the reality is that people are living paycheck to paycheck. The requirements to get an apartment sometimes is like three times the rental amount. A lot of people are not making more than $2,000, $3,000 a month, which is sad because even with the minimum wage going up, you still can't even live. Like, I know a lot of people who just, they're barely making that rent. So, landlords, I think that if you just make the rent manageable for certain people, you're going to get good tenants, tenants that take care of your property, tenants that will pay on time. You can't be charging $1,500, $1,800 for a two, three bedroom if somebody's only making $1,500 a month. Like, it's just not feasible. And a lot of um, families are struggling. So on top of not only having to pay their rent, they got to pay their light, their gas, the food. Like, there's just no room forever in some of these families. So, landlords, I'm just saying, think about, you know, the times that you were living in back in the day. Maybe think about the struggles that your family and your parents had to go through. And just know that those struggles still exist. I can tell you 10 people that I know right now that are just trying, like, just trying every single week. Okay, what do I pay? My rent or my light? Oh, do I got to put food on the table? You know, I got to put gas in my car. I can't pay my insurance this month because I got to pay my rent. It's just crazy right now. It's it's just really sad. So, you know, landlords, you're being called out today. I'm just asking you to just think really about the struggling families. Think about the tenants. Think about the people that you're catering to and the the lifestyles that they got to live. Like, people are literally, literally struggling. So, with that being said, make the rent manageable. Get good tenants, get long-term tenants so that you're not having to face eviction two or three months down the line. You know, and with these rent increases, it's just crazy because the state of Rhode Island has no legal limit to what you can raise your rent. So if you're a homeowner, you can raise your rent $300. And if you don't want to pay it as a tenant, you got to go. That's just what it is. I never knew that. They can raise it as as high as they want, whenever they want. Yes. They got to wow. give you 30 days notice on the first of the month. That's a send lot you of notice. control right there, boy. Um, and if you don't pay it, you know, they send you a notice for termination. So you get two letters. You get the rent increase and the notice for termination. And then you just got to go. You know, and then where do you go? There's there's nowhere to go because the rent is so crazy. So, landlords, you're being called out today. All I'm saying is just be a little bit more reasonable with your rent prices, especially if you're not in the so desirable areas, as people say, because... $1,800 for a one-bedroom, for a two-bedroom is just outrageous, and people are not making that type of money. $1,000 for a basement apartment. So, my question is, do they lose their livelihood to help out these people? Meaning, okay, the reality is I that purchased a fixer-upper. I put all this money into it, which is all my hard-earned money, and now I'm supposed to just give out like a low no, rent no, to I'm these not, people I'm not like saying, I'm also trying to make a living too low. I'm not I, and I'm not saying that you know because people go into these um, rental investments for an investment for rental income what I'm saying is just make it reasonable don't be greedy if your mortgage is let's just say I don't know $1,200 why are you charging $2,500 in areas where you because know that these families just, can't cater to refresh this and everything in here is a choice. new. You know what I mean? But the, also, you have Section 8 where the rent was reasonable for the tenant and they also tore up these apartments and they got evicted when their rent was like $11. But that's a totally different conversation with Section 8. You know, and that's that's basically the people. The people ruin that situation. Okay, so and that's they how the landlords feel. I, but as a landlord, that's why you get a security deposit from me. But what I'm saying you know is what I, mean? I had so many Section 8 tenants, and they ruined my apartment. So I do Section not want to have it no more. So Leg- legally, so you having Section 8 was like a security because it's always paid on money. time. Yes, but yeah. here you are saying. tearing up my apartments. Well, like, she, I don't want to do it But no she's more. saying more manageable, not not burn yourself. Because like a lot of people buy a house, if that's your first house, you just think you're automatically going to get rich, and you're using that as your get rich. She quickly. better say something to close this okay, up. Okay, so... <laughs> Um, and, and just so everybody knows, Section 8 cannot be um, denied. They, they passed the law. So if you have Section 8, a landlord can't tell you that they can't accept it. They just find other ways to not accept you. Uh, so with that being said, again, I'm calling out the landlords. You know, think about your investment. Think about your pocket. But also think about the families that you're catering to and just make it manageable so that people can still be able to live and not have to, you know, give up their whole paycheck week to week uh, worried about their other finances. Bring them out. Bring them out. Bring them out. Bring them out. Call them out. Call them out. Call them out. Call them out.
Sixty-one 1.1 FM as it goes down on this lovely, lovely, lovely day. A lot of energy here today. Hot in the right hair, boom hair, right to hair, chip dug hair, John hair, franchise in this building. And uh, I feel bad doing this one, but I'm, I, I got it. Am I right? Am I wrong? Should I stay? Should I leave? One question, multiple answers. It's now time for real talk with somebody in this room on 101.1 FM. As, as Will Smith got that book coming out, to know that your kid wants to be emancipated from you, are you obligated to take care of them anyway, even if they no longer want to be part of your family? Because a lot of times I see those situations with rich kids. Who so didn't make the money themselves. <laughs> and, at, and, at, and at 15, it's like, really? Really? <laughs> you waited this long? Mm. So bang, 15, they're going on 16. Is it your obligation to still financially take care of them? You mean if they if they complete the process of being emancipated? Yes, yes. Oh, no, you can kick rocks. <laughs> so you're, you're no longer financially helping? No. You want to be like a sovereign and state? A, you want to be your own no. country? Yeah, and they made it happen legally? You went all the way to try to dismiss my impact in your life and my support and everything because you was in your feelings for about 2.2 with your friends? Go figure and it out. Who ever taught you about I'll buy your Christmas present. You Go can come over and have dinner. I mean, me personally, I probably would still do it until they were 18. We would still financially take care of them. Even if they was on some more, I want to be emancipated. I no longer want to be part of this family. Yeah, because I brought, I mean, I, better, I ain't going to let my, I ain't going to let my kid, me. you know, suffer like that for all those three years. I'm going to at least try my and best. And I get that part, and that's why I asked. I'm like, well, do, I do, I, do I feel bad for But then after 18? After 18, a lot of people are on your own. Even 18 is a made-up age. No one's really ready for the world at 18. Like, it's what we've convinced ourselves of society. Yeah. But who really knows what they're doing at 18? I think I think that's the biggest lie we, we tell our kids. You're going to be good 15 going on 16 where I could say I want a car. Like, mm. am I still obligated to financially take care of this kid, even though you said I no longer want to be part of this family? Are we rich or are we not? Rich. Like, are, we, are we Will Smith? No, rich or not, no. You want to be grown? You want to act like that? Bye. Yeah. Especially like you, 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 rich or grown. you, you ain't got the grown? lawyers to make it happen. Right. You, you literally went through the process. You made it happen. Yes. Bye. Do you, boo-boo. <laughs> and, and, it, and it hurts it's as sad. a parent. No parent's going to be gangster about it, and it's going to hurt. You're going to question yourself. You're going to wonder where you went wrong. But they made a statement, and it's kind of like, what you going to do, force them to be in your house and then deal with all the mother problems? And it also depends, like, I mean, that whole Will situation, he was upset of, over a bad movie. <laughs> it's not like he was, like, sexually assaulted or abused. You know what I mean? Like, Rich so, people problems. Yeah, exactly. There was nothing really detrimental about that i mean maybe a little bit of embarrassment but other than that like he got paid to do that movie he could so. have been in wild wild west that's what i'm saying there's other movies he could have been mad at that's all i'm um, saying and his father really put him in a position to just try to put him out there to the world give him opportunity and i don't know that's just selfish so in that situation right there i mean i he'd he be all right he don't need my help he got right. he got money from the movie so none of y'all are helping him financially at 15 no, because like racy was saying she said she would no, I know that, but I'm saying what she just said. Like, I've put you in this movie. I gave you plenty of opportunities to basically make money and live on your own, and this is how you would pay me. You know what I mean? Whether it's the movie or not, he probably got his record there or this show or this opportunity over here because of me. Yeah. You know? And that's what me and Chip was talking about, like, last year, about our kids wanting to get out of the shadow of our name. Let mm. me build my own name instead of getting opportunities because of your name. Now, now was Macaulay's different? Was was he, like, abused by his parents and he just didn't want anything to do with them? Or was it the same exact thing? Do you remember? Because he kind of set this all off. Macaulay Culkin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was young, he wanted to be emancipated. 
But at least like he made his name do Home Alone. His yeah, parents he made his money. His parents were stealing his money, yeah. so I think that's a little yeah. different. So than just, he had the I name, mean, they didn't. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a little different. And they I were mean, taking his money. I think exactly. Jaden just being was just being a spoiled brat. Yeah, just spoiled. <laughs> yo, he just really was, yo. Like, like you've never no disrespect. He's had his own issues, I'm sure. Yeah. But you've you've come from privilege since you was in your mom's womb. And you're creating these issues. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's totally disrespectful. Because yeah. from what we've seen, it seems like his parents have been free and let them be themselves. Yes. And then you have you have one bad press release, and I don't want to be your son no more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's also right, a lot right, of pressures right. that come Real with talk is, actually. real talk is, you emancipate me, I ain't giving you a dime. <laughs> Am I right? Am I wrong? Should I stay? Should I leave? One question, multiple answers. It's now time for real talk with somebody in this room on 101.1 FM. Girl, baby, on this lovely, lovely Tuesday. Swear. Beat on YouTube. 1.1 FM. As it goes down on this Tuesday, boom, here, rise the hair. Oh, hot and right. Had to step up for a second. Chip Doug here. John's still here. And we got a celebrity in the building. Ain't nobody in this room got better basketball numbers than him right now. Not that I know of. No, no. I gotta, we gotta, let me hear him. Not that I know of. <laughs> they still got more rebounds of. than him, though. She got more exactly box them out. <laughs> I got some trophies at home. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Elite Basketball in the building. What up? Thank you guys for having me, man. <laughs> you know, I've known you forever. I've never known you going that far in basketball. I've never known that. Congrats, first of all. Appreciate Wait, how far that, is far? Man. Let the people know so we know. Uh, probably like 10 years now. We got the same barber. Shout out to G for setting this up at the Classic Man. So I've Go known on. him since I was a kid, honestly. Nice. So now what are you up to? Uh, so I'm running the Rhode Island Elite AAU basketball program. I run it with a couple guys, uh, Neri Mahmood and Ray Pena. We started in 2016 and um, just been building every year. It's been going pretty good for us, good for the state. Um, got over 100 alumni in college right now. Really? Yeah, most of them. Um, some graduated now with degrees. Probably like 85% of those alumni being Rhode Island kids, majority like Providence and Pawtucket. So just trying to build. We felt, you know, that our state's always had a lot of talent, yes. especially in basketball. But sometimes talent isn't everything. You kind of need a voice. Basketball is a lot of politics in it. So we just felt to kind of bring that side, help our kids out. And it's been going successful ever since. That's dope. That's the, dope. the basketball scene in Rhode Island has grown over the last like five to ten years. It's like. It's literally possible now in a lot of people's eyes. Definitely, man. I think, you know, it kind of started, like, Ricky Lito, for me, was really, like, the first one to really, like, make it, you know what I mean? And I think that opened eyes for the future generation. And like you said, in the last five to ten years, you're seeing more and more guys playing at the Division One level. David Duke just got drafted, playing for the Nets. So it's like... I think Rhode Island basketball as, as a whole is definitely on the up and up right now. That's fact. Because before it was like, oh, well, he went to URI, but he's from Philly. Yeah, he yeah, went to exactly. URI, but he's exactly. from, like, Lamar Odom definitely didn't grow up in Providence. No, no shade or nothing, but you know what I'm saying? But like you said, with the Lidos and the um, Dukes, it's actually homegrown talent. And speaking of URI, we actually, uh, one of our alumni, he's a freshman at URI right now, Sebastian Thomas. Um, he's the first alumni. kid since uh, 1999, first Rhode Island kid to get a scholarship to go to URI. So that was kind of That's a big amazing. deal. Bro, we dope. felt for the state and stuff, you know. And he comes from good basketball stock, too. Oh, yeah, you know, he comes from a basketball family. His older cousin, Lamont, was a great player at yep. J.W.U. Um, they they Donovan lived basketball. Made school, yeah, so. Donovan Love at uh, Wolford went to the NCAA tournament. So he, kind of, he comes from a basketball family, you so. know. So what ages do you cater to? Um, so I, I focus mostly on high school, some eighth graders. So like eighth grade to seniors in high school, we're big on college placement. That was the reason why we started the program, not to just be traveling, playing games, but with an actual purpose, you know. So that kind of takes up a lot of my time. So I would love to do younger grades, but with the focus on getting all my guys into college, I kind of got to stick to just the high school ages. Nice. You can have them knuckleheads. <laughs> so, That's it. so I, I have like a little left question. Um, One more, then we gotta take a break. Go so ahead. with that going into it, um, do you have you become knowledgeable of even like the financial aid process, the FAFSA? Like, are you sitting with them during that whole process too? Yeah, I want to show people it's more than just dribbling. You know? Yeah. yeah so um, we'll sit down with families. Um, we help them fill out the financial aid. 
I'll talk to the coaches, administrators at the schools to make sure, you know, our guys are getting the most money as possible and not leaving any potential scholarship or financial aid money on the table because most of our kids, you know, come from inner city kids and, and need that help with college. So we're big on that. If you go on our website, we have a whole section dedicated to strictly that process. Okay. Dope. Quick nice. right back at it, baby. Talent in here. Who's the rebounds again? Rebounds? He ain't dead that big of rebounds. B-I-U, 360, 101.1 FM, as it goes down. Let's see, Chip Duck, here, DJ Boom, here. Good morning. John, here. Shots to Grimm in the building, too. Franchise in this building. Elite Basketball, AAU. Let me say, when I used to hear AAU back in the day, when I went to the boys' club, I used to think, the best in the state and expensive. Is that still what it is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to a certain to a certain extent, I, I and I don't know. You can elaborate same. on this, but um, I feel like when exactly what you said back in the day, you used to want to be on that AAU yeah, team. Yeah, man, that's the squad to be on. But what, now, AAU? what I've learned just having my kids in AAU is, it's turned into like a money scheme. Mm. They take your money, and your kid will go in there for like one or two plays, and then he sit the bench. You know, whereas what I was talking with Mr. Elite over here was. They don't even charge for the kids to be on the team, but they just want the best of the best. You know, yeah. they want to win. And that's the type of parent I am. I don't want to just pay so my son could be on the team. I want to I want to win. You know, if we're not winning, I'm going to come see Coach at the end of the game and be like, Coach, what's going on? Not, you know, I'm that parent. But that's fact because, like, like I'm, I'm in my 40s, and, like, back in the day, true, like, players 1 through 11 yes. were all elite. Yeah. And now some people come in and, like, I'm on AU, and I'm like, huh? How'd you <laughs> like, 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 how'd how you, you got breaker shorts? Like, my nephew, love him to death, he had breaker shorts, and I'm like, yeah, like, when? <laughs> and not to knock the breakers, but but you know. I'm just saying that just I just because I saw his shorts, not knocking them, but yeah, I was it, just like, hey, you meant something when I exactly. was young. Exactly, everybody wanted to be on that like Tony squad. Robinson, T. Bell, Lamar, yes. like there was all one yeah, team. Yeah. <laughs> now it's just like you be like, oh, how'd you even make the team? Exactly. Now it's all about money scheme. But so it's really dope that you don't charge, but you want the best of the best. Like that's something that I would want my kid to be part of, rather than paying for the brand or the name. Yeah, you know what I mean. So we're kind of old school in that sense. Like we. We still want to be one of the best. We compete on a national level across mm. the country. So you need the best of the best. And, you know, we want to give kids opportunities. And when me and Nuri started the program, our big thing was we would never let money be an issue towards that. You know what I don't. mean? Because so, some people just don't got it to pay $750 for AAU plus hotels, feeding exactly. your kid. It's just unreasonable for some people. And, and that's almost not fair to the kid to not have the opportunity, especially if there's somebody who can use their talents to, to change their lives and their family lives. You know, all it takes is one game on the national level, one coach see you, you play good, and now you got a full scholarship and, and your life's changed forever, you know? Yeah, because it'd it be some of the kids that can't afford it to be the dopest. Mm-hmm, definitely. You know what I mean? I remember tagging along three or four kids with my kid, like, come on, you're going to be on this team, I got you. Uh, but they were some of the greatest kids, so, you know, shout out to you and your squad and Nuri and all the kids that just I'm on your page right win. now, Wood Island underscore Elite. Yes, sir. Not bad. Y'all travel a lot? Yeah, yeah, we're everywhere, oh, man. Traveling. Is the recruiting process, like, is it very, like, competitive and strenuous? Because, like, I work for a company that has an AU team, uh -huh. and sometimes when we, like, ask for donations and everything, like, people on the other end will be like, oh, I coach for this one, and no. Like, you know what I mean? So is, is it, like, a lot of push and pull? active recruiting or is it pretty much recruiting with colleges or like well how you guys get to play with your teams AAU yeah um you know uh I think in Rhode Island right now we've done a very w good enough job where we kind of get the best Rhode Island kids you know I think we run our state I would ask someone to challenge me on that statement you know Ooh, um, sounds like a toilet I'll, I'll tell you who I work for <laughs> off air right all right cool. <laughs> yeah you got some talent though over there um you know I think we kind of got all the best talent in Rhode Island and then, and we've just done a, a good job where earlier on it was kind of a lot of push and pull recruiting but the past couple years you know it's been a, it's been kind of easier kids want to play for us they see the success that our alumni have having so it's definitely got easier over the years but do you have a tryout? Like, so if kids want to come play for Elite, yeah. what's the process for them to come in and get in front of you? So I, I answer all DMs. So if a kid wants to have me come check out a high school game, just send me a schedule. I'll come to that. And then every March, we do tryouts as well. Okay. It'll be like two, three days where we get everybody in the gym. 
see, you know, what you got. That's your chance right there, really. Okay, nice. Dope, dope, dope. First of all, is there anything you want to say that we didn't ask you? Um, damn, I don't know. He Not said they're the best. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the facts speak for that right now. You know, we got the number 35 player in the country, ranked by ESPN, Isaiah Miranda. Dope. He got uh, every school in the country, Kentucky, USC, UConn, Memphis. They're all recruiting him. Uh, a bunch of our alumni kick off their seasons today at the Division One level. Tedrick Wilcox, St. Francis, Brooklyn, Sebastian Thomas, URI, Aiden Carpenter, Sienna, Devin Butler, VMI, and Raymond Guzman, Sacred Heart. So, a lot of, good time of year for us. It's amazing. I, I, I played ball with um, Tedrick's father, Bo. So, yep. it's so interesting to see how his game has evolved past his father's because yeah. his father used to be mad wet like from yeah, the three-point yep. shooters to see his his son be like a streaker and a slashing above the rim it's 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 kind of cool to, to watch yeah. even that happen. he's way know? above the rim Yo, what, he's yeah. a beast. What <laughs> well, kind, okay, okay. i was just gonna say what kind of discipline does it take to be an elite player because i know kids just think oh i'm gonna just show up we're gonna have a practice we're gonna be playing five on five like what does your practice consist of you got to be in the gym every day and not even just with us. If you really want to be a scholarship athlete, you know, you got to be in the gym every day with us by yourself, working on your game, watching film, lifting, eating right, sleeping right. It's really a full time job, a full time commitment. You know, you got to put the work in for sure. You don't just like you said, play for us and go D1. It's not fun. Put the work Doesn't in. sound fun at all. No, someone. <laughs> um, first of all, best way to find you. Uh, on our Instagram or Twitter, ri underscore elite is Instagram, and then Twitter is ri elite underscore. Easy enough. You're always welcome back up here, family. Good to see you. I've known you for a long time. Good to see what you're doing. Greatly, greatly support what you're doing out here for these kids and these knuckleheads. Appreciate that, man. Thank you guys for having it's us. It's much, 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 much so, so much needed. So once yeah, again, great. let's keep it going. Thank you, man. Everybody have a good day. Good vibes only. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. try. <laughs> Don't make me box you out. Don't make wow. me box you She's out. not giving up that rebound style. Ladies and gentlemen, the airway. DJ Franchise all day. Let's get on the Ocean State's number one source for blazing hip hop and R&B. WBIU 360 101.1 FM. Now that all the positive stuff is out the way, let this. Rhode Island rapper bashing be getting us among the Time for the streets. Imagine though, right? Very crazy. <laughs> was, was that a nice hit? Get on my Kanye. Yeah. Um, Chip Dog hair, rise of hair, boom, hair, John, hair, franchise in this building. Lord Grimothy hair. What up, what up, what up? Another day. In another day, we will be working with you this Thursday at Troop. Absolutely. Can't wait, man. It's going to be fun, man. Definitely come through. Locals Only Live. DJ Franchise will be there. Uh, we're going to have a big open mic, and uh, we're calling out all MCs to come through so you can get uh, your chance to possibly get featured on the Franchise Report. We're going to re- be recording these live on the spot, so come with that fire. I've been telling them also use it as a great stage worker, a great stage Absolutely. practice. Absolutely. Use it as a great practice, though. That's basically what it is, shopping in that sword. Practice. You know what I mean? Just, just getting some some of your verses off, polishing your style, and just perfecting that craft on stage, you know what I mean? Now, will you be upset so, if somebody shows up and they just happen to rap over the lyrics of yes. their track? Yes, oh, I so will. you want them to actually perform? I actually want them to perform. Didn't like, you say Because I'm a fan to? first, because I like in the crowd, I want to hear what you're saying. <laughs> you sound like... You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to actually hear you and feel your vibe. Like, I can't do that. If half your song is doing the job for gotcha. you, gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're just, I've literally seen people that. bounce on stage with their song playing, and you're they not rapping. They actually turn into the hype man for themselves. For themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, 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 on stage, they're on stage rapping their own ad libs. Like, what are you doing into, yeah. right now? They turn into Migos. Yeah, Mama, the, the, the song's going off, and they're like, and yeah. 
So this is an actual performance you want them to do. I want them to do a performance, even if it's a written that they have on deck, a written that's on one of their CDs, so franchises a freestyle. You know no, I'm, I'm not. You no, ain't bring two songs. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not Harrison. I'm not Harrison. <laughs> so, <laughs> give me a good. I'll play. But play the track and come said, right back. I will play the track and come right <laughs> <laughs> I'll load it up. Turn the music up. WBLP. WBLP. I'm Trip Duck here, Rice here, DJ Boom here, Lord Grimmie the hair, franchise in this building, John here, shots the mayor. All right, let's see. So see the commercial was it misleading, right? No. <laughs> so I, just just to clear the air out real quick. <laughs> right? So clear them up. Well, one one thing one thing I want to make clear to everyone out there: we're recording these live, so franchise can't really play back something on the radio franchise if you're rapping over your whole song on stage. So that's mm -hmm. number one. So just professionally, if you want to get a chance to get your song featured on the radio, you got to come with the instrumental. You can have your ad-libs, you can have your hook backing you up if you're up there by yourself for breath control purposes. Absolutely. That, that I'm not shying out at all. But what I'm talking about is if you literally are on Spotify, basically, and playing your song <laughs> and trying to rap over it and then stopping in the middle of your verses to dance, that's whack. I'm sorry, it's MC whack. And, yeah, you and no disrespect to anybody else who, you know, promote shows that have that. That's cool. But yeah. I'm trying to set a standard B, and that's it, yo. You know what I mean? Like, it's real. Who do you think started that, though? I mean, it's been an industry standard, unfortunately, for... De decades, bro. But like, like, there's professional artists me, that do this. I want to say it's because because there are some R&B artists mm. that it'll be it'll be damn near impossible for them to hit that same song in front of fifty thousand people, especially if there's yeah. choreography and dance. But me, what's his name? Panda, designer, designer. He started that because his song, that Panda song, was so buzzing and mm. explosive that he wouldn't even. He wouldn't do it. He I, wouldn't perform it. He'll just jump around and the song's playing. And yeah. people didn't have a problem with that. And that's what started this wave yeah. more. Mm. But but as a, again, as a fan, when you're in that crowd, nowadays people do have a problem with that. Oh, yeah. People yeah. don't want to hear that. No. So when you started seeing Jada kissing all of these people, yeah. it's like, you know what? Oh, now I see the problem. <laughs> now I feel the different energy. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I'm not going to be out here and say I'm a professional or anything like that, but I've been doing this for a long time. And I can say one thing. If you go to the studio, like Chip said, with your instrumental, how could you not get your instrumental back after you finish your song? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's part of, you should get artists. Get your acapellas, your instrumental, yes. your show track, and then the original track in MP3 format and wave. That's what you should What's do for every track? single show. And a mini version, exactly, for a short version. So a soul track is basically if you have your ad libs a little lower for the hook because you want your voice to project more. It's all about your voice. When you're on stage, people want to hear you and feel you. The only way they could do that is if they hear you. They can't hear you if your song and your lyrics is fully playing behind you. That's it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a gem that no one really wanted to tell anybody. And get the clean version, too. Yes, it and the take clean time. version. All right. Yes. Quick break, and then we might have everybody with a show. Dropping gems, B. You know what I mean? Yeah. So clean. And have people yes. in the car with their notebooks out. Going down on this Tuesday, Chip Duck Hair, Rise of Hair, DJ Boom Hair, John Hair, Lord Grimmins Hair, franchise in this building. Um, first of all, always a pleasure when you come through and drop some gems. I always blessed to come up, man, for real. Y'all are beautiful people. And we tune in every morning when I drop off my son, by the way. He loves this show, man. Really appreciate you, Yeah. Really appreciate you. No doubt. Cut his hair yet? 
Uh, Saturday. You did? It, no, this Saturday is coming. It, oh, it, yeah, it's coming. It. Nah, it's coming, though. You gave, you gave He's done with it. I'm done with it. We're, we're, it's a wrap. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's long. So much long. hair. Fresh out the box. Long. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but he's doing dope. We were going to be out in Boston early um, today. Um, he'd be practicing with floor lords. So, you know what I mean? This yeah. culture is just in our blood, B. You know what I mean? Like. Okay. So he's a little b-boy in training right now. Shout outs to Relly Belly. You know what I mean? Um, all right, make my job easier and go ahead and let us know about Thursday yes, night. Yes, sir. Locals only live Thursday at Troop 60 Valley Street in Onlyville, Providence. Uh, it's free to get in, come through. We're gonna be playing a lot of local hits. Also get a chance to earn your way on the franchise report by performing live. We're gonna be recording them. So What's the uh, rules. The rules is you could either ask the franchise <laughs> to drop a beat, or you could come with two of your songs prepared. Please have at least your ad libs and your vocal track backings. Don't rock over your whole song because we won't be able to record it and play it back on the radio. That's basically so, it. So, so, so franchise can drop a beat and somebody can just absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you if you have a written like a thirty two bar you want to get off and you don't have a beat and you're like yo franchise we get play, play something we got okay. you you know what I mean come up and just shop in your sword it's practice you know what I mean come practice come show people what you got and most importantly support the local scene there's a lot of dope artists out here we do it every single Thursday even during dinner we're playing local hip hop and R and B from Rhode Island for people who come in to eat. To listen to our music, you know what I mean. So shout outs to Troop right. for allowing that to happen because I don't know any restaurant in this country that be nice, playing nice. independent hip hop and R and B uncensored during oh, wow. dinner. Uncensored, okay. uncensored, you know what I mean. Like we don't play too much vocal stuff, but if you've been to Troop, you know what time it is. You know what I mean. Like we chill, we have good time, we got good food and drinks, and obviously we keep hip hop alive as much as possible. Hey, you know what I mean? and I support you for that. Thank you, man. Thank y'all. With these local knuckleheads. I don't know. Shout out to both of you guys. Yeah, shout out to you too, man. For real, exactly. We really out here supporting, you know what I mean? Giving these people an opportunity to to better themselves, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't have a lot of these opportunities coming up as a kid. I had to earn it and scrape Mm. my way up here, you know what I mean? Like, you couldn't just rock any show, you know? You, You had to really be known, like out there somebody and and this was before the internet so you really had to have that word of mouth out there like yo these cats rock so blessings to my partner Demi Siron shout out to Dirty Dirty we out here still rocking it and uh yeah man you can check me out at Troop I'm over there all the time you know what I mean booking DJs booking different events all the time oh, it's best fun man you. Uh, Lord underscore Gremethy all across the board you could also check out my website lordgremethy.com Gremethy is spelled G-R-E-M-I-T-H-Y thank y'all very much for having me uh, I can't wait to see y'all again Thursday and uh, let's keep doing this as long as the people want it man you know what I mean Damn.